So mom, I'm so excited to have you with me today. I told people I am going to take you behind the curtain inside my circle of my peoples. And of course you are my number one people. Um, so I, um, you know, it's funny when we talk about role models and stuff, um, you immediately come to mind because you were my role model growing up. You're the reason I, um, you know, I want to get into corporate. I want to climb the career ladder. Um, you know, you really taught me my work ethic. So I know it wasn't easy back in, you know, I'm going to age myself back in the seventies and eighties when you were raising kids and you were a full-time working mom. So maybe you could just talk a little bit about what that was like and, uh, what your thoughts are on whether you realized at the time that you were a role model. And you're my number one daughter. Love you. <laughs> I love you. Uh, got married, you know, very young. I was uh, 19 when I got married. I had you uh, just before I turned 21 and I didn't want to be an at-home mom. I always wanted to be a business mom. So, you know, you went to daycare and I went back to work, uh, not realizing that how difficult it was going to be when people that are like full-time moms mm -hmm. frowned upon people who put their kids in daycare because those kids were not going to turn out good. They were never going to be of, of value because they had other people raising but I didn't feel I didn't feel that way. Mm -hmm. And then working in the in the business world, I only had a high school degree, and I always and I see that so much in you. You always want to do better. You always want to make yourself better, and you always want to make yourself better. So, you know, number one, I didn't have a college degree, mm -hmm. and number two, uh, being a woman in the in the seventies and eighties, it was very difficult to advance to to be advanced. And many times, you know. Uh, there were times when it was well deserved that I should get a promotion, but it went to a man. Mm -hmm. And um, I think to a certain extent, when I listen to you, that's kind of old school is kind of still around, but things have, things seem to have really changed because now I see more women are out working mm -hmm. than it used to be. Yeah. And I think you see a lot more, um, you know, women that are the breadwinners and the husbands stay home. I mean, that's um, become much more common. I know it wasn't really common uh, back when you were raising your kids, but, you know, I feel like a lot of those same things, as much as they change and improve, um, I know I struggled with people judging me when I had my, both my kids in daycare um, and I didn't breastfeed, you know, I bottle fed my kids. So I think, you know, to each his own. And I think we, you know, my brother and I both turned out great and I think my kids turned out great. So, um, you know, I, I, I try not to judge people and try to keep an open mind. Uh, but I think you did an awesome job and you instilled um, a strong sense of work ethic in me and why I think I'm so driven and goal oriented. So, um, and you thank are, it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> I know, so that's a little over the top. Sometimes I'm like, Allison, dial it back. <laughs> Uh, so just before we hopped on, we were talking about um, the kids uh, call you, you're, you're the Grammy, you're the badass Grammy, they don't mess <laughs> with you. So um, I want to talk a little bit about what is your, what do you think your superpower is? Well, I think I have a bit, uh, had a business, you know, superpower now that I'm retired, what my superpower used to be in the business world and what my personal superpower is. I, I think that in my business world, I really succeeded because I was able to lead even when uh, my last five years at the state was they used to pull me and give me the worst staff they could because I could turn around and get them to work and don't ask me how but I would but I would stand my ground I wouldn't let anybody you know step over me and um, 
and I think that was a real attribute for me, even though I'd go home many a time crying, as you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that that was uh, one of the positives I had. And then in my personal life, I think my cooking, everybody seems to love my cooking. And, and now that we're in... Um, isolation or yeah. self-quarantine. Uh, we were just talking about that this morning, right? I said, yes. oh, I can't wait to start cooking. And Laura across the lagoon goes, oh, I can't wait for the potato pancakes. <laughs> Somebody else can't wait for the ribs. So I think that that's uh, uh, one of my superpowers. Yes, I would agree with that. And aside from wanting to hug you, which I haven't hugged you uh, since Christmas and it's torture. Uh -huh. um, yeah, we, the whole family here misses your cooking immensely. And even though you've taught Connor how to make French toast on uh, FaceTime, uh, there is nothing like Grammy's French toast. So you <laughs> will definitely, uh, you're definitely, that, that's definitely a superpower of yours for sure. And I agree, I agree from a business perspective, that's one of the things that I've always um, been so impressed and so like, how do I do that, you know, is you really command respect, which is hard for a woman in the working world. And um, you, you did, you had teams and you led tons of people and, um, you know, whether it was executive president presence or um, just your leadership style, you really, you really were able to command respect, so. Thank you. Props to you for that. You. Um, so what does it mean? So speaking of leading, what does, uh, you know, the, the theme of my podcast is fit to lead. What does that mean to you? Fit to lead. That's a, that's a tough one. And I said to you, you're going to, you're going to catch me on one. Uh, <laughs> fit to lead, uh, I believe, is that you need to take care of yourself to be able to do something for someone else. You need to take care of your mental. I think sometimes, especially a, a woman in a business world, needs to take care of her mental more than her uh, her physical. Totally. I totally agree with that. Because, you know, even like the mommy guilt eats away at you, right? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Especially mm -hmm. when the kids are sick. Yeah. Yes, yeah, definitely, definitely. So then when it comes to health and fitness, um, and I know things have evolved, things have changed since you were in the working world and now you're retired, but um, when it comes to health and wellness, what is your non-negotiable? Number one, absolutely, and it always has been, is my sleep. If I know I have to get up at five, I go to bed at eight. Like I always make sure to time it. I, I just, if I don't get my sleep, I can't do my physical and my uh, uh, physical workouts or whatever. And my second is walking. I love my walking, even though I've been a little lazy lately, but I love my walking. So that's absolutely uh, non-negotiable. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I know you and you and dad have been uh, walking machines, which I, which I love. And it's so important now that we're quarantined because I know um, limited movement is, uh, is a killer right now. So that's awesome. So what, what's one piece of advice when you look back on your career and, or your business? Um, what's one piece of advice that, that you would uh, give people? Well, I think that you need to uh, control your stresses. I think um, a, the stress factor could be really affect your health. It affects your health and your family life and your personal life and everything. So that's like the absolute number one thing that I would say that you would have to control. You would you have to find a release that when you feel overwhelmed that you could do, whether it's to get up and walk away or just listen to music or do something. And I know that's easier said than done at times because I've been there. Mm -hmm. So uh, that I know. Uh, and to keep yourself healthy. Absolutely. Yeah. And 
always, 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 always that your family comes first because your family goes through your struggles as well as you do. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I would agree with that 100%. Um, family is definitely a non-negotiable overall, Oh, that's right? totally non-negotiable. <laughs> even, even though you got dumped at the uh, daycare, you're totally non-negotiable. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Oh, that's so funny. So I know we were talking about books and podcasts. Um, and I would love, I know you're not a big podcast listener, although you've listened to mine, I'm, I know. Um, but what's a, a book you've read recently that you would recommend? The last book I read, which was recommended by someone, because I wouldn't pick up and read it, is um, Imagine Heaven. It's a nonfiction, and it was a very emotional book for me. It took me forever to read, because I kept putting it down. I said, I can't read this anymore. I can't read it. But it was like an accident. I had to go back to it. I had to look at it. And it's a study done, research done, on life after death experiences. Never thought I'd read a book like that, but when the person was telling me about it, I said, oh, I got to check this book out. And when I finally did finish it, I have to say it was a really, really good book and I would recommend it. That's awesome. I want to check that one out because I have not heard of that yeah, I one. I left my copy in Florida for Paula. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Paula gets to enjoy it. <laughs> oh, I love it. So what is your favorite life hack? My favorite? Oh, recipes. Mm, and what's your favorite recipe? Uh, let me see. You know, it, that always changes, but you know, as yours is <laughs> bow ties and uh, chicken and uh, red roasted peppers. Yes, yes. That's become a staple in our house as well. So uh, Scott's been making it with bow ties, chicken, and broccoli. So the kids have been going And that's nuts. good too. Asparagus is good too. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep, and but again, shrimp instead of chicken is good. That's right. But again, it doesn't taste as good as Grammy's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is the mantra or quote that you live by? Oh, laughter is the best medicine. You yes. Know, we love to laugh. And you know, when we talked about getting back together again, I said, I just wanted to make a big meal for my family, have a bottle of wine, a glass of wine. <laughs> Freudian, Freudian slip, a bottle of wine. <laughs> But don't we just love to laugh when we get together? That's the I best. That's the best stress beater is just laughing. Yes, yes. And family, family, laughter, and a good meal. What more could yes. you want, right? Yes. So going back to kind of the beginning of our conversation, we're talking about role models. When you were um, in the business world and climbing the corporate ladder, who was your role model? Who did you emulate? You know, because you really, the way you were able to command respect, was it someone you saw? Was it, you know, who, who was kind of your role model at the time? Actually, two come to my mind, and you're going to laugh about this. Kate on Days of Our Lives, because she could always beat those men down, and she always held top positions. But of course, that's that's fake. In real life, uh, when I started out in, in the business world, I was a secretary to um, a director of purchasing at a large uh, pharmaceutical company. And that was really unheard of. And just to watch the way she fought her way up and how she dealt with men and how she dealt with uh, everybody, not everybody, but you know, uh, men at her level thinking she was inferior and her, her um, how she reacted to that and how she acted that, that like most impressed me the most and probably gave me the drive to go forward that I could emulate her. That's awesome. I love that. I love awesome. that. 
Now, is she, um, do you know, is she a working mom or was she a single mom? Or? No, she, she never wanted children. Interesting. So her husband was uh, uh, in the business world and she was in a business world and that's all she wanted to do was just uh, keep going up that ladder, yeah. which she did. She was good. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. Um, and then, you know, when I always talk about kind of my backstory and we talk about health and fitness, and we were just talking about this before about how we, I was, I grew up with health and fitness. Like I played field hockey in high school and college and you and I used to um, take jazzercise classes together. Which I can't <laughs> believe jazzercise is still even around. Granted, we don't wear leg, we didn't, you know, back then we wore leg warmers. Now they don't, but <laughs> Um, when you look back, how, what, what, what strikes you as how much has changed in terms of health and fitness in the eighties okay. and nineties versus now? And jazzercise is still around. I think the diet aspect of it in the eighties and nineties, you know, we used to do Denise Austin and we used to do Jane Fonda. We used to do the tapes and, and we used to be all good at that, but there was a never, a drive or diet never came into the picture, mm -hmm. right? We used to go to Jazzercise and then go to Carvel afterwards. That's we right. We deserved so, it. I think now almost diet has become more, if you know, at least equally as important as um, exercise has. And exercise has, they realized that walking, mm -hmm. yoga, uh, simple movements like this could help a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, uh, it's funny because I, when I think back to the 80s and 90s, it was a lot of slim fast and starving yourself and like wacky yes. diets, um, where I feel like now it's more about moderation. It's more about whole foods and about eating the right diet. So like you said, you don't have to torture your body in order to um, to be active and to stay physically fit. Yes. So um, now it's definitely... Yeah, it's definitely come full circle. <laughs> it's definitely come a lot much better now than it was then. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I think about some of the aerobics we've done and some of the motions we did. I was like, uh, holy moly, that we didn't break our backs. Yeah, yeah. Some of the wacky ones, like, um, I mean... I think they still have step aerobics. I'm not even sure, but they had like the slide. Remember you put the little booties on and you would slide everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, what is happening? <laughs> but mom, I want to thank you so much. You know, I always love talking to you, but it was fun to ask you some deeper questions. So I appreciate you being on the podcast. You're welcome, Allison, anytime. And I love you too, honey. Can't wait I to love see you. you. Me too. I can't wait to give you a big hug. I know. Bye. Bye.